They say dogs are man's best friend. And like your human best friend, I'm pretty sure you would not want them going out the street looking crazy. Now you can definitely do that for your pet with Ingrid's Pet Grooming Services. She is known for being very attentive to dogs' needs and makes style recommendation based on the breed and lifestyle of each dog. She is hands-on, providing individual attention to make sure each pup has the best experience possible. For more information, call 917-692-0208. That's 917-692-0208. Ingrid's Pet Grooming Services. Of course, it would be a wonderful, interesting story if I said that while I was rebellious, I ran away, and then the Lord... Prodigal ca- son. Yeah, captured me under an earthquake and whatever, and that, right. that, that'd be most appealing to people. Mm-hmm. But however, uh, no. I mean, yeah, that, it didn't work that way. Okay. <laughs> it, it's more or less, uh, you know, we had a type of parents where they told us, uh, you right. know, you have to come with us or else. My name is Gabriel Austin. I'm the overseer of the Mount Olive Pentecostal Church of Faith Incorporated here nice. at 830 Utica Avenue. Awesome. Awesome. I'm pretty sure when people hear your voice, they're like, oh, we know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're kind of known in Brooklyn. Would yeah, you say so? a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> in, in, in a little bit, you'll know why. <laughs> exactly. And so was your dad. Yes, Bishop yes. Austin. Yeah, he was the the bishop. He's the founder, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much of the work, the ministry from nice. 1977 until Whoa. 2014. Wow. Yes. Okay, so right away, I kind of want to just ask. I feel like I know this question, but growing up, okay, what was it like for you at home? Were you really, you know, kind of following that around? I'm like, okay, I understand this Christianity stuff. Or you were kind of the child who was like, I want nothing to do oh. with this. <laughs> What was family yeah. life like? I mean, of course, it would be a wonderful, interesting story if I mm-hmm. said that while I was rebellious, I ran away, and then the Lord... <laughs> Prodigal ca- son. Yeah, <laughs> captured me under an earthquake and whatever, and that, right. that, that'd be most appealing to people. Mm-hmm. But however... Uh, no. I mean, yeah, that, it didn't work that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it's more or less, uh, you know, we had a type of parents where they told us, uh, you right. know, you have to come with us or else. Nice. You know, so. Right. Uh, which probably was good for, for yeah. good for our family, good for mm-hmm. my siblings and I. So, right. you know, we, we pretty much followed. Okay. And we just merged right in. So was did it ever feel like a burden to you? Like, I'm just doing this because okay. mom and dad said it. Right. Or were you actually enjoying going to church and being a part of ministry and stuff like that? Well, um, it was pretty enjoyable. Oh, nice. We, we mm-hmm. didn't really have any rebellious right. spirit because we pretty much enjoyed. They made it fun. Right. Uh, they mm-hmm. got us involved in everything. Nice. Uh, yeah. if, if it was music, if it was um, plays, mm-hmm. if it, whatever it was, we was always there. Nice. And, and then we just fit right in. Nice. Yeah. So for you, um, what shape or how did your life play out then? Did you kind of just had in mind that I'm 
yeah, I'm part of the ministry, but I'm going to school to also do other businesses. I don't have any plans on being a pastor myself. Mm -hmm. Like, what was your train of thought growing up? Well, uh, I mean, pretty much, as I said before, we were just following, following Mm -hmm. in line or staying in line. Right. As we were told to do. So we didn't really have any perceived knowledge of what we were going to be, what we were going to do. Right. Um, Later on, uh, go to school. Do the best you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still participated in church, even if you had homework, if you had other events, you still right. had to plan them around um, mm-hmm. events. Of course, sometimes uh, right. as, as you get to a certain age, you would say, well, I have an event on the same day we have a service. And mm-hmm. of course, you know, we're not bound in headlock, but right. however, right. we know where our priorities are. Nice. That it won't become a habit, but, uh, but pretty much we, we stayed in line and, but then eventually we had to find who we were going to be our own mm-hmm. niche as the spirit of the Lord speaks to us. Right. You know? So for you, what, what did that look like? Who you were going to be? Did you have plans on being someone other than a pastor at uh, one point? Uh, yeah, pretty much all I wanted to be was just some kind of business owner. Right. Of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. the path I was going in because of business major and, and, right. and, and so on. But however, uh, you know, my dad and my mom, of course, they were feeding mm-hmm. us the word from early right. age. We, we I started Bible school, actually, wow. um, from the age of 14. So my four years wow. of high school, mm-hmm. I did Bible school. Wow. Yeah, so evangelism, Christian worker, mm-hmm. um, uh, what else was there? Uh, general Bible. Wow. You know, and so I received all my That's certificates good. at an early age from 14 to mm-hmm. 18, 19. And back then... Uh, it wasn't as easy as I as I tell the students now because <laughs> um, back then we had to memorize everything. So right. as I'm studying biology and chemistry and other All these math other courses and so on, I'm memorizing 25 questions per test <laughs> Right. <laughs> to, to write them down on my paper verbatim. And if I make yeah. one little mistake, you get a point off. So, Jeez. But at the same time, I still mm-hmm. enjoy my Right, time, you know, high school still yeah. ran track, still played sports, still played wrestling after school, and all these wow. other things. And yeah, so you were pretty busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> you're yes, pretty busy. Yes, yes. So then, given that you went through Bible school at such a young age, uh-huh. would you say for you early on, you realized that Christianity was more than just showing up, doing a couple of things in the church, and going back home, but it was actually a relationship? Did you realize that early on? Yes, yes. Actually, yeah. it was even before Bible school because, mm-hmm. of course, um, being the preacher's kids, right. as we call it, we were uh, in Sunday school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not only in Sunday school, but we were maybe sometimes the secretary in Sunday school. <laughs> so we was we was learning scriptures. Yeah. We had a golden text. We had to know the stories. We had to learn David mm-hmm. and um, Solomon, Jonah, and all the other Daniel and Hebrew boys and what right. have you. So we really got to know the scriptures. And, and right. then, of course, knowing the stories, eventually it would become part of you. That's true. Um, at a certain age. Yeah. So we kind of know them, and we just, again, uh, it, it just became us. Became you, yeah. yeah. And I definitely get that. And definitely with the parents that you had. Yes. Like you said before, you had no choice. You know, yeah, this was yeah, yeah. Your, how they decided they were going to you know, rear you guys and grow you up in this sort of way. And mm-hmm. 
instilling the word of God in you early. That's so right. Right. that definitely became your lifestyle early. Right. 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 There's something you touched on really quickly that I completely forgot. Uh-huh. And it's obviously the fact that you growing up, you were a preacher's kid. Right. Right. So what was that like for you? Did, Cause I know uh, when I speak to other pastors themselves who grew up, as the pastor's son or daughter. Right. Um, they talk about the fact that some of them, you know, definitely felt that weight of, you know, not wanting to be perfect, but I do want to make sure that my parents' reputation isn't sullied because of things that I'm doing. Correct. So did you have that kind of battle growing up, having to stay in the straight and narrow because mom and dad, you know, they are revered by the congregants. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so of course, uh, that that was part of the pressure, if, if mm-hmm. we may want to call it that, right. uh, that we may have had um, on occasion right. that, uh, of course, you know, people are watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're observing, and the yeah. first thing they would do is go back and tell right. my parents, oh, this yes. is what your child is doing. <laughs> look, 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 look what they're participating in. <laughs> right. But, but, but at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, most of the time, and I found that weird because uh, we are uh, participating with other Christian kids doing the same thing. <laughs> so, so like, telling on your own right, children. like your child is a part of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, right. so, because we, we, I mean, we have friends, but mm. our friends from uh, outside were more or less maybe people on our block. Right, And right, they knew right. what we stood for, so they're not going to try to take us into any dark Good. path. And, right. And so on. So, uh, nice. and, and even, um, I had a friend on my block who, mm-hmm. uh, who, you know, I went to school with, he's also on my block, and he said, well, you know, Gabe, I'm going to become your bodyguard. Oh, well. So, so I had, I'm like, oh, good. So, good for me. Because I was growing up, I was a little scrawny little kid. You know, so. Right. <laughs> yeah, we had 90 pounds or something. <laughs> so you needed the bodyguard. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So when people mess with me, you try to call me names and this and that. I say, Brian. <laughs> He he was there, so. Well, uh, shout outs to Brian. Thank you for doing the Lord's yes, work, Brian. We still in contact even up to today. Nice, you know? that's pretty cool. Actually, we end up going to high school together too. Wow, you know, yeah, so wonderful. Nice, but uh, so I mean, of course, there were occasions where mm-hmm. uh, you felt that pressure, right? Uh, and and of course, you'll never get away from that, right? But, but that's of true. course, uh, mm-hmm. you just didn't let it overcome you. Mm-hmm. That's uh, good. And my my my, and, but because my childhood was still good. Right. My, my parents still yeah. was, you know, even though they were strict, they were still cool. Yeah. <laughs> there was a nice balance. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> strict and cool at the strict same time. Strict and cool. Mm, uh, it's but, possible. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's talk about your dad for a bit, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, the late Bishop Austin yes. was definitely respected in his neighbor in the neighborhood. Correct. Um, churches that have fellowshiped with you guys just you know, revere this man and have like oh, a good, a love yes. for him. Uh-huh. So growing up as his son, what mm. was that like for you? Did you always see dad, um, as this great role model and someone you wanted to emulate or it was just like dad, dad's just dad. Yeah. I don't well, understand well, why well, people well, love him. <laughs> well, I saw him yeah. as both, you right. know, as, as dad uh, mm-hmm. at home and other places, but I know that this was his job. This is what right. he did. I mean, for some years he did uh, work full time, Mm-hmm. In the secular while he was pastoring. Right. It was just in 1990, maybe it was, that he somewhat uh, right. put in a leave of notice mm-hmm. and then become a pastor full time. And then right. after a while, he just gave it up, retired from the secular and became full time yes. ministry. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, during that period in time, you saw the, 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 the yeah. church grow and develop. Mm-hmm. But however, you know, he was still 
dad at home. He still took us on vacations and nice. uh, yeah. always did the best for us. Even while we was trying to work things right. out in school, he was always pay for the, the this event, that event, and right. That's you know, good. actually both my parents, but mm-hmm. you know, actually asking about him. And so he was still and in church. Then he would still be my pastor, my leader, right, and son at the same time, mm-hmm. or my father at the same time. That's so good. so uh, and so he always wanted the best for my my brother and I, my sister. And so on, and but however, right. he still pastored us, and he was a father, and that's really important yes. because you know sometimes this ministry can be yes. taxing, and it takes a lot out of you. Right. Um, and sometimes when you're excelling at church, you're somewhat failing at home because you're missing events. But like right. you said, he was there; he made his best effort to make sure that you guys felt his presence as a dad, not just your pastor. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. And 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 that was some of the things that I hear. Mm-hmm. From um, you know, many others, right? Um, ch- children uh, or, or pastor kids and mm-hmm. teachers kids yeah. that uh, that they always the pastor. They never really right. the family, and yeah. and I'm glad he was able to differentiate. That's the, good. The two, yeah. um, and 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 at the same time, incorporate both of them mm-hmm. at the same time. Nice. Yes. Uh, so then, moving on, how or when did you take interest in ministry and either being a part of what was going on? Mm-hmm. Like when did it become serious for you? Well, I mean, of course we always start with the small stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, the first thing that I did was we were, I was playing drums, right? you know, and yeah. playing music. And then they, they bought me a guitar and I started playing guitar. <laughs> and, and then, right. and, and so music, you know, was our family. Yes. You yeah. guys are pretty musical. Yeah. 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 yeah pretty That's much. Your thing. Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. Actually, one time I wanted to play, uh, uh, I was trying out and playing bass for, or, or guitar for groups outside. Oh, nice. Yeah, but that yeah. didn't exactly work out the schedule. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Man. Yeah. But I still, I'm still trying to make my album, so make sure you, <laughs> for, for well, guitar, I, I want, I'm making well, an album. Well, you know, <laughs> plug it right now so the people can hear. All right. Pastor Austin is coming out with an album, guys. We will hold you to this. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people don't know that, especially those growing up now, that I, right. my, I was mainly a musician before leadership, right. so, mm-hmm. but my, they know my brother as, as Musician. keyboard and musician yep. <laughs> and actually we both try to emulate my sister because she's the first one to play oh, wow yeah, look she, at that golden she, nugget yeah, yeah, yeah i didn't so, know that but however uh, so it started with music and then mm-hmm. um one of the things that ended up happening i became you know secretaries of different um auxiliaries nice and so on work with the men whatever i was was we was always here right so then um one of the main positions that i received that really had mm-hmm. me to make sure I, I keep my thoughts on christ and the people was being a vice president and then president of the youth ministry right yeah so yeah. i was i was the president for the youth ministry for close to 10 years it's a long time yeah so many other pastors who are pastors now they were youth presidents with me mm-hmm. at the same yeah. time so um because my parents you know, back in the days, the leader is always, you know, they had that heart for the people. So they used to drive the van. Yes. So th- when I became youth president and even before that, I drove the church van. And, right. And I make, make sure I pick up the kids and the children. And <laughs> and even right. though I was young, I was maybe about 21 or 20 and I'm driving a van. And yeah. and the, 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 the parents used to ask because the kids want to go somewhere or, or, right. or hang out. And they say, oh, is um, Brother Austin going? <laughs> if he's not going, you're not going anywhere. So, right. So I'm so glad that they trusted me. <laughs> right. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they trusted so, you with their kids. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, mm. I couldn't be trying to drive or reckless. And, right. and then my behavior at the same time had to be correct. So uh, so in that, it kept merging and merging, and, or, or not merging, but escalating. And then mm-hmm. eventually became a minister. 
uh, and and I just ministered, just had, became a minister and worked with the church, worked right. with my dad for uh, for many years until t- 2010 when I was um, ordained as the pastor. Okay, the- so you were ordained as pastor in 2010, Correct. and while he was still while he was still, still alive. Here. Okay, yeah, while he was bishop. So. Before we even get there, uh-huh. um, in starting out as a youth minister, yes. what were like just some things that you were like, wow, this this work is is a lot. <laughs> what were some early things that you were not prepared for? Right. Well, um, my main thing is, I mean, it still exists up to now, and what mm-hmm. God had to deal with, just dealing with people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cause, true. Because everyone was in the straight and narrow, mm-hmm. doing right and the best of their ability, <laughs> everything be, be fine. Yeah, yeah. The devil be under our feet, and you know he be probably in, in the lake of fire right. already. But, but however, we still have work to do. Yes, <laughs> you know, cause, right? Because the same way the Lord, I look at it this way: the same way the Lord had Judas, and mm-hmm. uh, he had his Peter to deal with his right. with his anxiety and and different characteristics. We still have to deal with them. With so them, that's one yeah. of the main issues I deal with. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and especially our multicultural. Uh, yeah, ministry that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, many, m- many are from the islands, right? And then that uh, first generation that is here, right? Uh, that's born true. from people from the islands, right? And then those first generations are having <laughs> children. <laughs> so, second generation, so yeah, there's a yeah. multiple generations. Yeah. So happening. and then yeah. um, and and just dealing with uh, uh, you know Spanish and mm-hmm. and black and multicultural. As I said, we right. we are we are it's can be daunting. It, it, yeah. Uh, you're, you're, Try to deal with their character, mm-hmm. the, the different issues that they go through, um, what they're right. hearing from the outside, right. or how come they can do that and I say, and right. why we do it and they can't, and, mm-hmm. you know. That yeah, thing. that's so, true. Yeah. So again, dealing with different personalities—that's mm-hmm. the main thing. So now that you've mentioned that and the yes. fact that your house is diverse and multi-generational, right. What have you found that works to kind of find a sweet spot? between connecting cultures and generations, what have you realized as a pastor that works for you to bridge the gap? Well, um, the, the, the main thing is uh, trying to allow mm-hmm. maybe the older and the younger ones, mm-hmm. one, to intermingle. Nice. And then secondly, while the older ones are still remembering the days of the past, mm-hmm. and that's what people hold on to a lot. Yeah, that's true. Um, let them, allow them yeah. to do some things of the past. Right. You know, that will keep them strong. Oh, man, this is good. They make them yeah. smile. I you know, know, maybe right. some of that little calypso that they used to hear when they... Uh, <laughs> Include grew up. them. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you right. know so and then, of course, mm-hmm. still allow the, the, the young generation, if we call it that, um, right. to, to still sing the new age songs and mm-hmm. the hand clapping, foot stomping specific, you right. know, That's you know, true. songs that they grew up with. And so, but at the same time, um, mm-hmm. try to have events and, and uh, that you know, services that would include right. both. Okay. You know, yeah. So, so if it's, even if it's from the outdoor park, mm-hmm. a race against the mall competition, <laughs> well, yeah. whatever it takes, right. that, you know, so I, I'm, I'm a strong Boys. believer in just bringing people together by, Mm-hmm. Events, services, yeah. uh, just just by luncheons and mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and whatever it takes that would 
right. let them hold each other's hand. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's definitely helpful. Yes. Um, you'll be surprised how little we know about each other, even though we see each other every Sunday. Yeah, yeah, but when you yeah. do those small events, people get to, you know, socialize and be like, that's right. wait, you live in the same neighborhood as me? Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> go to the same high school as me? Yes, you know, so that's really a good point. Right, right. So moving on to now 2010, leading up to your ordination, right. obviously there was a conversation mm-hmm. about you possibly taking over the church one day. Right. Was that something at the time you were ready for? Were you just like, pick somebody else, please? Yeah, <laughs> or exactly. Exactly, How did yeah. that unfold for you? Uh, I mean, I had some inclinations and ideas because, of course, people, mm-hmm. I mean, for years, people would say, oh, you're the, you're the, the heir. You're the one who the Lord is calling and, yeah. and, and many others that, I mean, from church ministries, mm-hmm. from other pro- prophetical words and, right. and what have you. And even my own dad was, uh, he was rearing me um, mm-hmm. for, for that type of uh, right. ministry mm-hmm. uh, one day, you know. But however, that I think it was going to be in 2010, uh, not specifically. Right. So when that conversation came, oh, I'm planning to semi-retire, if you call it that. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, semi-retire. Just take a backseat a little. Yeah. Uh, and, right. and, and you would become the pastor and I'd just be the bishop. And I'm like, me? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yes. You founded the ministry. You are here. You're still alive. You're good and strong. Right. And you're talking about, but uh, <laughs> so you know. Yes. So, but you know, there's no way in the world I'm going to say no. Right. You know, because to uh, dad. Yeah. yeah. My dad is my bishop. He's my leader. He's, mm-hmm. You know, my pastor. And you know, he's and I still have that respect for elders because. Right. If they believe they heard from the Lord and, and you know, you found mm-hmm. them to be a Bible believing uh, right. and, and true man of God or what have you, mm-hmm. that you still believe that what they say. Right. And, you know, it's nothing that I had to go and say, well, let me think about it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Because he right there, he would have said, what are you going to think about? You know, and, and what the Lord going to say? No. <laughs> so, so I had no, again, one of those areas, like I said, when yes. I was a child, I didn't really have a choice. Right, right, right. And the reason yeah. why I say that as well, because I was trying many different businesses and different things. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm trying to escalate even in the business world, secular manager of this, manager of that, and so on. And then. Um, not that they were failing, but I didn't mm-hmm. have that full interest in them. Uh, it, you know, I got bored. I got tired. Yeah. I'm like, ah, it's not. You know, so yeah. <laughs> I even started a few businesses, floor cleaning mm-hmm. and in uh, retail, cleaning Walgreens, Rite Aids, carpet cleaning. And, you know, it was going well. Mm-hmm. And then you just didn't have that interest. Yeah. You call it. So, uh, so of course, uh, that, that it was the right time. Right. In the right season. Because they, uh, the Lord spoke to him and I was ready to venture into a big, conglomerate with another company mm-hmm. and uh although it was one on the nets that uh you know this probably would have taken me to higher heights going into yeah. you know, this merger with this company and mm-hmm. maybe become a millionaire right. mm. <laughs> oh, no. i see the look of regret <laughs> no no <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no but <laughs> i wish you guys could have seen that face <laughs> what face right, right. Uh, what face yeah just talking about a million dollars that we passed up <laughs> yeah but, right but however uh it's it right. was fine i said yeah yes yeah, no problem you know okay you know and we yeah. worked that in and of course went through the the studies went mm-hmm. through the the talking to the council right and and and, and it worked out that nice year. so 
in retrospect, you now see that you were definitely called for this. Cause like you, you were saying, you know, like we, <laughs> not that we try to run away from our calling or anything, right, right, but right. we try different ventures and we think, of course. this is what I want to do. There's a million dollars in this. Of course I'm going to yeah, try this yeah, out, yeah, yeah. but the interest isn't there. The passion isn't there, right, you right, know? Right. And I feel like that's God's way of like nudging us. Like, this is where you need to be. You know, mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. where you feel on fire when you do this thing. That's right. And that's, is that how you kind of felt about the work of God? Like yeah. you just felt like yeah. this is where I was. Well, I always had that interest. And then it yeah. really, uh, um, especially with uh, more responsibility given mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Uh, I really felt the call of God really pushing to yeah. really, again, as I became pastor now, more mm-hmm. than just minister. Right. Uh, so there was a little gap of eight years between mm-hmm. youth, math, youth leader to minister or pastor, actually. Right. From youth leader to pastor. I was just an associate and I was really working heavy, heavy yeah. in the church. But however, now I was used more heavily uh, to mm-hmm. bridge that gap, as you have okay. mentioned, between yeah. the younger and the older, mm-hmm. um, because I'm that first generation. Nice. Uh, so, so yeah. I really, it really benefit um, the ministry <laughs> yeah. benefit me mm-hmm. to, to learn people. Um, yeah. Now a lot of this that I learned in school regarding people management and um, yeah. church management and, 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 and organization management. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really coming to fruition here. Right. And I see it now. And that's uh, good. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> so when the transition happened, was it smooth for you, given that you were youth minister or youth leader for such a long time and you right. already had leadership positions? Was right, it right. a smooth transition or like we talked about earlier, were there things that came at you like you're just like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. well, well, it was pretty smooth because mm-hmm. one, the people already knew who I were. Nice. Was. Yeah. My, and secondly, my dad was here. Right. Bishop was here. Yes. Uh, so as he's introducing me, people are like, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> they, I didn't hear any, give me Barabbas, you know, <laughs> know. Type, type of atmosphere. That's uh, good. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> That's so, good to know. I'm like, thank God I got accepted. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't call for your head or anything. So yeah, that's right, good. <laughs> right. So, so that, that was a blessing yeah. right there. And, uh, nice. you know, and, and the people was welcoming, but of course mm-hmm. they're going to be challenges. Yeah. Uh, and it's always going to be some type of opposition, mm-hmm. which we all know that some leader yeah. have to go through yeah um and but however you know we we overcome mm-hmm. you know um there's some that you wish you could have handled better or differently yeah uh, that's you, true that you maybe wasn't as anxious as a peter <laughs> and you know mm-hmm. cutting off ears and, right yeah you know a little more <laughs> calm on the matter right. but but of course mm-hmm. each thing that we go through become a stepping stone that's true you know and that's and, a good point propels yeah. us to teach someone younger or differently Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or futuristically. Nice. Yes. So on that same vein, what are some lessons you've learned over the eight years now that you are officially pastor uh-huh. of um, such a really long-standing church? By the way, right. when was this church founded again? You um, said it earlier. 77. 77. Yeah, so we are going into, what, 42 years? Wow. Or something around that. Ooh, it's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so what are some lessons you've learned within your eight years? Well, um... Again, um, one of the main lessons is mm-hmm. that we have to take our time. Yes. That's you know, good. Uh, and, you know, that scripture that tells us be anxious for nothing mm-hmm. or don't be anxious for anything. Right. Wait on the Lord. Wait you know. on God. Yeah. yeah. Let, let him give you answers. Let him mm-hmm. direct you. Because sometimes if we try to go ahead and some do something, again, dealing with people. Yeah. That's the main thing. Um, you can really um, interfere with the work. That's true. And so, of course, uh, there's a few times that I have come to myself and understand that. So even if I have um, uh, mistakenly 
uh, spoken to someone too abruptly, yeah, I may have to say, well, you know what? Let me call them in and tell them, look, listen, I'm sorry. And that's a I, good I, thing yeah. to do, yeah. You know, I apologize. You know, yeah. I really should have handled this differently. I was just, it really annoyed me. So that's my first. So I've learned now to really nice. take a step back or even if I call it that, walk away. That's good. You know, yeah. unless someone's preaching apostasy. <laughs> now um, we got to step in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Other than that, it's light affliction. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, right. It's That's not, good. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but if, you know, if people continue in that same thing, mm-hmm. you know, still don't fly off on the handle, especially right. on the pulpit. Because especially with video out these days and, pe- oh, <laughs> you Jehovah, know, kind of Yes, things. you'll be a viral video very yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kicking people out of the church, yelling at them on the pulpit. You know, yeah, that's not, no, you know, that's not nice. You don't want to bring the work of the Lord to an open shame. Oh, that's, that's good. It. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it, we still got to do the same way like Christ. Be yeah. humble. Relax. Yeah. You know, uh, the, work, the, the fruit of the spirit, do it with love, patience, mm-hmm. you know, long suffering, meekness, yeah. temperance, you know. That's so good. we got to... I've learned now, especially as I got older. Yeah. You know, it's not that I'm very old. But, <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> He's not old, guys. <laughs> yes. Right. I still got my baby teeth. <laughs> right. Yeah. But now that you're older and older wiser. Older than teenager. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, uh, I've learned just to relax. You know, yes. You know, that's good. You know, why, why get all angry? Because mm-hmm. I've heard of ministers or leaders, pastors. Yeah. Having a heart attack in, in a missionary meeting. Jeez, uh, yeah. And, 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 it and, happens. And cardiac arrest at this meeting. And, yeah. Uh, now they yeah. have pills and Jeez. can't walk. Right. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's not what church yeah, work you is. Do That's need church to work. This is, God, this is God's not, work. Yeah. This is not the right one. <laughs> yeah. You should relax. And a lot of pastors do push themselves. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you know, wanting to... Uh, please everyone in the church. It's, it's a good idea. It's a good intention, but yeah. it's impossible. Right. And right. sometimes we have to realize that we will fall short in certain areas. And like you were saying, mm-hmm. you know, give yourself certain grace and yeah, yeah. relax, move slow, slow to anger, you know, that's slow right. to quick decisions. So that's good. Right. Those are good pointers. Yes. Um, what have you loved so far about being the senior pastor? Um, well, again, just, just meeting individuals and people, mm-hmm. um, especially when, you meet the family, nice. family for the first time, because mm-hmm. um, they're anxious to now to introduce you yeah. to their daughter, their son oh, nice. who's overseas, and they came here to visit, yep. or they come in to live. Oh, look, this is my son, mm-hmm. the one I've been, ta- uh, and, oh, this is my pastor who I've been taking pictures with. I've been sending them down <laughs> to you. I said, oh, they're like, oh, yeah, nice. you. So, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then now, because of that relationship, that type of relationship, we have individuals all over if you call it the world and nice and a- areas that are watching us and That's listening good. to us yeah even up to last week it was mm-hmm. met a lady who's watching us during our convention in october mm-hmm. and she's in trinidad wow so the word alone yeah and, and the message that we received that she received uh she said it touched her it, it made a That's change amazing. difference in yeah. her life so mm-hmm. once we're making difference, not on just only family, people that we meet here, but even all yeah, over that's good. Uh, different individuals. So even from England, from mm-hmm. Africa, from in the West Indies, as we mentioned, even yeah. in Canada. Uh, so and, and it all started again, as I mentioned, from my parents, my my dad, mm-hmm. um, who went different places and got the ball rolling. Actually, again, the founder. Yeah. You know, so if if. If it wasn't for the founder, that That's true. that relationship which he had with so many different people in the love, how he helped them, mm-hmm. that wouldn't have passed on to us or to me. And then I won't have that same spirit. And I, yeah. you know, so you know, I'm so grateful that now I'm able to say, well, 
I'm all, I also want to help people the same way. Nice. Or even more if I can. Yeah. And that's yeah. really amazing. And what you um, touched on about the fact that people just from their, um, gratitude of having such a great leader they want to introduce you to other people they want people to know about their church and that just struck me um when thinking about ministries who you know try to turn their wheels in order to get membership up and get more people in the room but just something as simple as just being a people person and trying to connect with others makes Mm -hmm. them feel Mm -hmm. warm enough to want to share right right you know even by word of mouth what's going on in their ministry you need to come here because my pastor is amazing and you know he's a people person and he makes sure that we all feel good so that's just really important how you you talk about being that person from watching your dad mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. wanting to you know see yes. that continue throughout the ministry that's right that's yeah right. that's pretty so. good yeah and, and, that, and that's pretty much what it's about um this, the same way that christ loved so much mm-hmm. and that's how people just follow him because yes of the words he spoke i want to be that same way right just just from showing love and mm-hmm. compassion and and say, you know what? It's going to be all right. Yeah. You know, so even if a person thinks they're the worst, <laughs> and they've done the worst. Yeah. Like, oh, I said, listen, if you look across the street and think the grass is greener, they're looking at you. Thinking <laughs> you're the best. Greener. So you're, you're, you're fine. Cycle. <laughs> yes. Don't worry about it. We've all that's been there. All been there. Yeah. Really? Yes. And that's really good to hear coming from a senior pastor because right. a lot of people tend to be very, you know, reluctant to want to share that I've been there. Right, right. I've done that. Mm-hmm, I understand mm-hmm. what you're going through. Right. When a pastor can say to you, like, it's not the end of the world. Yes. I've had experiences like this. You know, right. you feel a lot easier. Like, okay, I'm not the only one who's struggling with Christianity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. And it makes you feel better. Right. Yeah. Because we all have made some mistakes because, you know, Scripture tells us that. Yes. Yeah. Not only does Scripture, but we want to hear... Mm-hmm. People want to hear from, especially one who's up there, leader. Yeah. On that. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm suffering with a struggle as well. As well. And right. I still got to work out my, my soul salvation with mm-hmm. fear and trembling. And trembling. Yeah. Just trusting in the Lord. Yeah. Because yeah. then, you know, there's a chance then that I might mm-hmm. be overcome by it. So That's true. So, yeah. you know, we still have to pray for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We still have to encourage ourselves in the Lord. and. Every once in a while, I still have to go to a seminar. I still have to listen right. to somebody else preaching. Right. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I still become go to a congregant yeah, again. Yes, yes. You know, I try to do right. that to places, especially that I don't know, because that's good. Uh, yeah. I go there with a baseball cap on and and, and you know hear messy a little bit. That, you know, Blend sitting, in. Yeah, yeah. Sit in the back with jeans on and you know take it that's all. That's good. <laughs> Try to wipe my eye and I pretend not. Yes, <laughs> so, that's good. Yeah, yeah. so so Remain every once teachable. in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, and and even when we have the Bible school and mm-hmm. other areas of interest and so on, right. people still. Well, I still need mm-hmm. uh, an avenue where I can now receive yes. instead of just always pouring out. And that's good. Mm-hmm. Definitely remaining teachable. And like you're saying, not just pouring out all the time, but yeah, yeah. myself receiving and being filled up. Because oh, what yeah. else would you have to pour out to people if you're not that's right. replenishing? That's right. That's good. Right. So lastly, I didn't even realize we are 30 minutes in. Oh, my. I know. So lastly, <laughs> before we go, uh-huh. um, given someone that has been brought up in a church with such rich rich history Uh and didn't even seem to miss a beat when it came to membership and just maintaining this ministry over the 42 years. Mm -hmm. What can you say to pastors who've had ministries for a long time? Let me think like maybe it's time to close the doors. We Mm -hmm. only have 10 people on a good Sunday 
or, you know, are just feeling the pressure of this new age Christianity. What advice do you have for those people? Well, I, I say two things. One is um, find your niche. Mm-hmm. Niche meaning what you do best. Nice. That's what, good. What's your ability according to First Corinthians 12? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and all of them are enforced by the same spirit of Christ. Nice. The same God and the same Holy Ghost. Wherever and do what you do well. That's good. Don't try to do what I do. That's Don't try to good. do what someone else does. Mm-hmm. You know, you work who you are. Yeah. Uh, but then if you find some things that are not moving ahead, don't be afraid to ask for help and to, for assistance. Yeah. Because there are a lot yes. of ministries who are independent. They mm-hmm. still need some type of an affiliation or yeah. some kind of covering. Mm-hmm. And, and covering don't mean that someone's going to come take over your church. Right. And that's lot, that's many, uh, that's the fear of many yeah. in the past. Oh, he's just coming here to take my people and take the church <laughs> over, write everything right. in his name. I'm like, no, not everyone's <laughs> no, out to get you. No, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not everyone. <laughs> yeah. So find, find someone mm-hmm. that can help you. Uh, a, yeah. a bishop, an elder. Again, find someone. And if you're an older person, trust the younger ones. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so you know, one, do what you do well. Mm-hmm. And, Get help. Nice. And, 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 you know, you always That's need good. help. Yeah. Always need help. Always, Come on. Always, always. Reach across the aisle. <laughs> <That's> all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bishop. Yes. That, I mean, I keep calling you Bishop. It's time. Well, it's well, coming. Well, praise okay? the Lord. Hallelujah. Prophetically, I'm <laughs> speaking it. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> well, no, I, um, actually, I became the overseer just uh, oh, no, nice. actually, after my dad had passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still try to find strength. <laughs> To become the bishop because everyone says that and so on. It just again, I'm gonna share it with you and everyone. And the last thing I would say, hopefully, is that uh, I have more questions. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, that I uh, because I find it hard mm-hmm. for someone else who was rearing me and preparing me. Yeah, my dad, of course. Yeah, and, and you know, I was sending the meetings with the other ministries and, mm-hmm. and other things that we were doing together, the businesses that we started. Right. Uh, now to lay their hands on me mm-hmm. to say, all right, here is Bishop Gabriel, you know? Yeah. So, so that's the part I'm trying to, to uh, wrap cope with around. and trying to, yeah. wor- trying to work it out. Yeah. You know, another f- f- fellow minister says, well, the people need you, the other ministries need you and the church needs you mm-hmm. because you're already doing it. So why not just, <laughs> and so I'm like, well, I know. again, <laughs> Someone and else that's honest it. that's yeah, honest yeah, you so. know it can be daunting um yes but with god's help you know i'm pretty sure yes. you will be the man fit for the job amen, yeah amen yeah amen thank you Pray so my strength, please this was amazing thank, thank you. you so much again before we end though can you just tell people where they can find you if you have a email address or a facebook or a website how can people oh, connect with you sure enough yes all right so of course um we are mount olive pentecostal church of faith mm-hmm. uh located 830 utica avenue in the heart of brooklyn <laughs> yes <laughs> where bobby's department store is across the street from us <laughs> i know you're not plugging bobby's <laughs> <laughs> that's well, a good landmarker yeah, though yeah. but well, yeah <laughs> people always say we are across the street from bobby's no said, no we were here first <laughs> there used to be a theater <laughs> So, right. so Bobby's is across the street from us. That's right. Good. That's right. I like if that you, spin. <laughs> if you look through Bobby's window, you see us. <laughs> yeah. Between right. Linden Boulevard and Church Avenue or nice. Utica Avenue. Uh, and of course, um, you can always call us at 718-287-2959, 718-287-2959. But all to the new tech 
savvy individuals right. of course we have our <laughs> <laughs> the millennials need to know <laughs> yes our, our web page which is www.mopcf.org nice. m-o-p-c-f which is the acronym for mount olive pentecostal church um, dot org mm-hmm. and uh nice. of course the email is info at mopcf.org um, I know I didn't ask you this mm-hmm. and we didn't talk about it, but you guys do have a Bible school. Yes. Can you just say the name of that really quickly? And if people want to find out more about it, sure. It's um, Mount Olive Bible Institute mm-hmm. and seminary It's ran out of the same building. Actually, we have three locations, Austining, nice. uh, Austining, the Bronx and Brooklyn. Nice. Uh, and, uh, email address or the, actually the website is www. Um, M-T-O-B-I-S dot org. Nice. Um, which stands for Mount Olive Bible Institute Seminary. Cool. Uh, dot org. So, and then uh, everything else you need to know, you'll find it on the website uh, and the other organizations which we have together uh, to help yeah. other ministries to corporate and so forth. Nice. Thank okay. you so much, Pastor Austin. Well, you're very welcome. It Thank has you. been wonderful. Blessings to you. Nice.